thank you very much for tuning in today to Thinking Like a Chicken, News and Views. I'm your host, Karen Davis, founder and president of United Poultry Concerns, a nonprofit organization that promotes compassion and respect for chickens, turkeys, ducks, and other domesticated birds. Today I want to tell you some things about roosters, those proud, vigorous male birds whose appetite for life echoes in every crow. At this very moment, our handsome red and white rooster, Rupert, is watching me from his perch right outside my office window. He has two lovely hens for company, Rita and Queenie. Like him, these hens are snow white with bright red combs and wattles and big brown lively eyes. The first rooster I ever got to know and love personally was Henry. Henry fell off a truck in Maryland that was taking him and other roosters who had been used for breeding to be slaughtered. I met Henry at a small sanctuary for farmed animals in Washington, D.C., where I was volunteering at the time in the mid-1980s. Henry was a very badly beaked adult bird. He wasn't a six-week-old baby bird, though no doubt he was the father of many babies whom he never got to see or protect from harm as he would have done if he had been free to exercise his fatherhood. When he was brought to the sanctuary by the person who gathered him up from the road, Henry was dirty and he was scared and he was very angry, although not aggressive. He hated to be touched. Once Henry came to live with my husband and me, he underwent a radical transformation from being scared and angry and hating to be touched he got to where he loved to be held and hugged. He loved the new food that he had to eat. And he particularly loved the tomatoes growing in our landlady's tomato garden. I asked the landlady if Henry could be in the tomato garden and if he could have some of those tomatoes. And she said, sure. Henry just groaned with delight at being able to eat those tomatoes. He showed so much happiness. And from that time on, Henry lived with us for a couple of more years, and he was just a very happy rooster, loving to be held, loving to be out in the sunshine and fresh air, and loving to be in that tomato garden and eat those tomatoes. One of the things that I love about roosters is watching them communicate with each other silently, vocally, and in their body language. We once had a rooster named Raleigh. He was a beautiful brown and red rooster who had been captured by a local man after he was chased down by a dog who pulled out all his tail feathers, which eventually with us grew back. Another day, not long after, a man, a local man, came by with a beautiful big golden and white young rooster in a cage. This man said he could not care for this rooster anymore and wanted to know if we would take him in. We already had quite a number of roosters here all rescued, but I looked at Ivan in the eyes and he looked back at me, so I said, sure, we'll take him in. We'll care for him. Raleigh and Ivan got along fine during the day. There was no fighting or anything like that. At night, Raleigh liked to go inside the big chicken house and jump up on his perch and stay there for the rest of the night. But once Ivan appeared on the scene, Raleigh could not abide 
Ivan coming into the big chicken house. So every time Ivan would tiptoe inside, Raleigh would jump off his perch and run Ivan off. So this took place for about a week. And Ivan would stand outside the big chicken house and he would listen intently, and I was watching him intently. And when he thought it was safe, he would quietly make his way into the big chicken house. But sure enough, Raleigh would jump off his perch and run Ivan off. But then came a night when Ivan was standing outside, pecking and poking around outside the chicken house as it started to get dark. And eventually he decided, now is the time. <laughs> so he carefully, quietly went into the big chicken house. And I watched and waited and didn't hear a sound, didn't see any sign of Raleigh. And I looked inside the chicken house and there was Ivan on the chicken ladder with the hens around him. And he was established on the high perch. And from that night on, Raleigh and Ivan had no further issues and Raleigh accepted Ivan being in the big chicken house at night and everything worked out from there. While farming has never been especially kind to roosters, the suffering of roosters in today's world is the worst it has ever been. And certainly this is true in terms of numbers alone. In the egg industry, baby roosters are destroyed as soon as they hatch in the mechanical incubators because they don't lay eggs. These baby roosters are considered a mere byproduct of the egg industry to end up in pet food and farmed animal feed. Roosters are also used as breeders by both the egg industry and the chicken meat industry, which maintain what they call breeder flocks. The purpose of these breeder flocks is to produce the eggs with the embryos inside that will hatch in the mechanical incubators to become either the egg-laying hens or the so-called meat-type birds, both males and females, in the chicken industry. In addition to all of this mistreatment, roosters are banned from backyard chicken flocks in most residential areas, where keeping chickens for eggs has become yet another lucrative business for the poultry and egg industry. Most towns that allow a few hens to be kept by local residents prohibit roosters. Therefore, these roosters too, just like the baby roosters in the industrial egg industry, are destroyed at the hatchery as soon as they break out of their shells with no mother hen to shelter, protect, and love them. I can never hear Rupert outside my office window sitting on his favorite perch right next to the window without thinking about all of the roosters waking up each and every day in the dreary chicken breeding houses with no joy to express or welcome the day. I wonder if these roosters even crow in the morning or if they are simply silent in their hopeless environment, locked up with their equally hopeless hens. Since Rupert, like Henry, was found alongside a road and picked up by a person in Pennsylvania who brought him to our sanctuary in Virginia, I believe he was abandoned by someone who had purchased what they thought were all hens from a hatchery to be kept for their own use for eggs, only to discover that one or more of the hens was a rooster, and so they cast him out of their care. Unlike Henry, Rupert was a very young rooster when he was saved. He was the type who has been bred specifically for the egg industry's use of that type of hen 
whereas Henry was a large, heavy, older rooster from the chicken meat industry. Elka Romer, who picked Rupert up from the side of the road, said he walked right up to her without any sign of fear. On the contrary, she said that he acted like he wanted desperately to be rescued and held in her arms. She answered his need and gave him the kindness and the solace that he sought. If you are in a position to adopt one or more roosters who need a home, please do so. So many unwanted roosters are simply abandoned by roadsides, dropped off in the woods, or sometimes left to fend for themselves somewhere else. Others are taken to the local animal shelter, and still others are advertised on Craigslist. Other roosters can end up in farm supply stores where they are frequently purchased by cockfighters. What a rooster wants more than anything else in the world is to have one or more hens to be with, to share his life and his day and his night with. Roosters can also bond very closely with their human companionships and often will follow a beloved human companion everywhere. Our rooster Rupert loves our sanctuary assistant Paul Conan and the affection is mutual. Rupert looks forward every day to be picked up by Paul who strokes his feathers under his wings, pats him on the back, and shows him tender loving care. We recently posted on our Facebook page the story told by a wife of her husband who a rooster who showed up out of nowhere became completely attached to. This rooster, she said, follows her husband everywhere. And there's even a picture of this rooster with her husband on a leash in the local park. Roosters can also form close friendships with one another, especially if there are no hens for them to have to compete over. There is no one-size-fits-all. Roosters have individual temperaments just like everyone else. But one thing for sure is that roosters and hens alike are intensely social creatures who hate being alone. They need companionship. They want friends and, if possible, a flock of either other chickens, a human family, or both. I hope you've enjoyed today's presentation. Please share it with others so that they too can learn to appreciate these wonderful birds who have been so unjustly demeaned by our society. As Henry David Thoreau said in the 19th century, roosters are native to the earth. And as I have said often enough, well, apparently not often enough yet, roosters, all chickens, have earth rights. They have the right to be on the earth and to experience their lives on the earth instead of in confinement facilities. Let us please respect and restore these rights to our precious feathered friends. Thank you for listening and for caring about chickens and all creatures, and please have a wonderful day. Thank you.